0: This is the anthem, here's what you came for, this is the moment, magic was made for, come on, come on last, sign up the sky now,
1: you'll feel the magic, happening right now. Hello there, welcome back to Fan House
0: Hello
1: and welcome back to Fan Fatales, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma and as Gabby mentioned last week, she will be in a show um, for the next like month and a half, so she won't have as much time to record. So I'm having multiple guests come on the show and our first one is our lovely editor Kara, whose birthday is this week. Happy birthday.
2: Thank you. No Yay. Problem. I'm 23. Yeah, I'm an old woman. <laughs> Andy, I'm
1: so sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um, so Kara, what are we going to be talking about for your very special birthday episode?
2: We're going to be talking
1: about Barbie movies. <laughs> yes. So specifically, Barbie, Rapunzel, Princess and the Popper, Twelve Dancing Princesses, and Fairytopia Mermaidia. Yes,
2: and that's all, right? the why I chose these is because they are literally my childhood and I had a bunch of the dolls and merchandise for all of these. I actually put in my notes on our document which merchandise I had for which movie and... Really? Yes, I did. I had a lot of Mermadia merch. <laughs> I think that's the movie I actually got stuff for the most, to be honest. Yeah, so... Yes, we are aware that these are children's films. We are aware that they are marketed when has towards that, ever
1: stopped fan that has never
2: stopped fan That has never stopped fan fatels before, exactly. Remember Spookly, the scare, the square pumpkin? Oh yes, that episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love these films and I was just like, guys, I want to do this and they're really like, okay. So, we did that and I forced Emma to watch these. <laughs> so I grew up with these two that is true considering there actually was one night where Emma and I were both having a bad day and I just said do you want to watch a Barbie movie and you were you just like tearfully looked at me with such hope (laughs) and said yes I remember (laughs) that I remember that and I think we watched Praetopia Mermaidia we did aka the gay
1: (laughs) we'll get into that
2: yes we will
1: um, Barbie Rapunzel will be our first one. The synopsis is a last princess named Rapunzel lives far away in the forest in a big tower with her stepmother, Gothel, who treats her as a servant, but Rapunzel wants to be independent and wants to paint, which Gothel hates. It was directed by Owen Hurley and released on October 1st, 2002. And then it made its TV premiere on Nickelodeon on November 24th of 2002.
2: I didn't know this was ever on TV. A lot of these were, which
1: is why I like put them in. That's, That's like the so weird because I don't
2: remember them ever being on TV.
1: <laughs> I only remember the DVDs. I know. Um, the cast includes Kelly Sheridan as Rapunzel, and Angelica Houston as Gothel, Cree Summer as Penelope, Ian James Crowlett as Hobby slash the Palace Guard. Yes. Um, Mark Hildre- Hildreth as Stefan. Yes. david k as hugo slash general peter Kilamis as otto slash skinny swordsman <laughs> i love that name russell roberts as king frederick and christopher gaze as king wilhelm
2: yeah and so this is the case for all of our movies that we are talking about they actually got some pretty big stars to voice the villains specifically yeah which yeah. is pretty nuts it's pretty nuts. It was really interesting. Yeah, because like the, and I mean, we will definitely get to this movie during Christmas, but like Tim Curry was the first Barbie villain that we yeah. got for uh, yeah. Nutcracker, which we will get into that when the time comes for Christmas. So yes. that'll be fun. Yes. So Rapunzel, this is the earliest film on our list because we're going in chronological order. Yeah, we're going
1: in chronological of release order. Yes,
2: yes. And I love that a lot of these early films open with Barbie telling a story to Kelly. Same. I was just about to say that. And it like utilizing the
1: story to kind of like ease her fears. Mm hmm. Yeah. Troubles
2: or whatever. Can we talk about how eerily similar this is to Tangled? Yeah. There were, though, no, there were
1: some moments in some of these films that like reminded me a lot of, um, Ariel and Triton, or just Ariel in general. That's fair. We'll get more into that with Twelve Dancing Princesses. Oh,
2: yeah, and I have a lot to say about <laughs> Twelve Dancing Princesses. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but yeah. So was Gothel ever like, na- like the person who steals Rapunzel? Was she ever named yes. Gothel in the fairy tales?
2: In the fairy tale, I know for she was just a witch yeah um because I know that's like talked about in Into the Woods um Gothel like I've only heard Gothel used in three iterations of the character uh this version so Angelica Houston yeah Tangled and Once Upon a Time yes and the Once Upon a Time is highly based on Tangled so yeah so like eh. I, I I'm not really sure but you know, it's possible. I have a feeling that if Disney did use this name for the character, I don't think they stole it from this movie specifically. Yeah. Um, I think that it's a name that's been used in various iterations of, okay. of the fairy tale Rapunzel. Yeah. I just um, found that
1: interesting.
2: Yeah. And there's a lot of similarities between Tangled and this, such as the two princesses loving to paint. Yes. And art. Yes. Now that I believe Disney stole from this movie. Oh, yeah. That I believe. Yeah. Um, one thing that I realized in this movie is Rapunzel's like really smart.
0: Like yes. she's
2: very clever. Yes. Which that's something that I never picked up on as a kid. Um, really? I it's been a long time since I watched this movie in particular. The other ones I have watched since yeah. I watched them as a kid. This one I, have I will seen say this one years. is twelve Dancing Princesses. I had seen like I, long ago. I yeah, I watched them a lot as a kid. This one I think out of the four that we are covering today, I think this was the one I watched the least. Yeah, um, but I did watch it a number of times. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's clever. Like, they covered the painting on the wall with the wardrobe. That's clever. Yeah. She put the tower on a door and then used it at the end Yeah, as a trap. That's clever. Um, and that's just something I'm like, wow. That's like something I just didn't pick up on as a kid. Yeah. Which is just super fun. <laughs> I yeah. love how you put also, prediction. I, it was <laughs> As like, if you uh, forgot. Did you forget that yes. that's like the whole plot? Yes. Because I swear, I think the last time I saw it,
1: I was like five. Really? This one. Yeah. So I went, yeah. Prediction King Wilhelm is Rapunzel's father, and he is tr- taking it out on the village because of his lost daughter.
2: Yes. And that is true. Um, and then
1: I went, My prediction was right.
2: Yeah, my prediction was right. You put it in all caps, which is adorable. Um, LOL 2000 CGI fire. You know? (laughs) Yeah, actually for early 2000s animation, this isn't that bad. No, I love the early 2000s sparkle animation. Oh my God, the sparkles. I love how it gets duller as the longer it's on screen. (laughs) That's just how it worked. Um, Also, Angelica Houston as Gothel. Yes Yes, please. Yes. Yes ma'am. And I love that she kind of looks like her. They did that with a lot of the villains in these. Yeah um also mm.
1: this is just me being like a little nitpicky. That's fine. Um Why'd her hair grow back at the end? Like, how did it do that? How
2: long did it? Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, did she wear extensions? Did they just wait a long time to get married? Yeah. Did like, she wear a wig? Also, how was her hair, head, like, not tipping back because it's so heavy? Yeah. That's something that, like, as somebody who has very heavy hair, like, just, yeah. this is just physics talking. Because... My, like, I have been advised by my hairstylist, do not put your hair in a high ponytail. It is too thick to carry it, and it will actually hurt your head. Oh, jeez! So, like, what is the difference between, like, that hair and this hair and, like, all this stuff? Yeah. Um, I do like that this kind of takes a little bit of a spin on the classic Rapunzel fairy tale where it's not Stefan completely saving her. She saves herself. Oh yeah, Same. That's like great. And that's actually quite progressive for a early 2000s children's film yeah. meant to market toys. Yeah. Um, also, I love the diversity in the character models in like size Same. and stuff. Because like a lot of the time, at least in the, you know, the longer- timeline chronologically of other Barbie movies is they have like they tend to get like the same models but with different colors. Yeah. And this one, we'll the early
1: ones dancing dancing princesses where I got confused on which one was which scene, higher Ruby.
2: Oh Rowena. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um can I just say that you know Gothel um it's a little, this is still bad, but it's a little less disturbing than Rapunzel calling Gothel mother. Yeah. That's a, like, this still sucks in terms of like, you know, it's illegal, it's bad. Yeah. But it's still like, is a little le- like, it's it a less like disturbing word, like the ward of. Yeah. She's, she calls her milady. So it's as if she's like, like an indentured servant or something. Yeah.
0: She's
2: basically like Erica. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Um I just I this film is fun. Yeah. It's really fun. I like um I love Penelope. Same. I love Penelope. She is actually one of the most competent Barbie sidekicks in all of the movies. Yes. She's competent. She underst- like she doesn't, you know, overstay her welcome with comedy bits like certain characters do.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I was laughing at the Gothel's magic looks like night sister magic.
2: It does. It's the colors. It's the colors. Yeah. He's just scrolling through my notes. <laughs> you did that with me. I, yeah, I did. I did. I still am. I'm looking at him right now. Gothel has actual magic yes um so I what what are you laughing at why does Wilhelm's beard look like Abraham
0: Lincoln it does tell me it doesn't it looks like an exaggerated Abraham Lincoln beard
2: yeah the only character I feel like if there was any character we could get rid of in terms of like their importance to the plot it would be Hobie yeah, it would be the rabbit. Like you get rid of the rabbit. <laughs> he does nothing. At least Otto has his uses. I he hate reminded that me of ferret.
1: What? He reminded me of Cogsworth and Hobie he- did? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. He did. He did. Um like Penelope was useful. Penelope had her uses, which is great. Yeah. Um Also, can we talk about the amazing ASMR uh, shoe clicking sounds that are in the entire film? Because they're great. This movie had the best shoe clicking. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it it just did. Um, (laughs) I'm just, I'm looking through all my stuff. Like, how does Otto bring her things if there are no doors to the tower? Like, he has a tray. He can't climb up there with
0: the tray. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot.
2: But yes, Gothel, Gothel's magic does look like Night Sister magic. It's the green and the fact that it looks like round yes. and like wispy. Yes. Oh my gosh! So this note on here—it's—I uh, don't like the medieval implications of the age difference between Can the four kids. We get into kids. that with twelve dancing princesses. Oh, we will get into that yes. because because it's well, actually this one is more sad than bad, to be honest. Yeah, because like what? Um, Stefan's supposed to be what? Like he's like eighteen, I think. Eighteen. E- eighteen. Let's and, assume and for a three second. The kids are like. They're all like. Five. Five. And like the implication is that, like, either the queen died giving birth to them, or queen meaning Stefan's mother, yeah, or she had a lot of bad miscarriages between, yeah, Stefan and the children. Which I'm like, I don't like the implications here. I don't, that makes me sad because medieval crap yeah oh my god i'm gonna bring a lot of monarchy and medieval logic into this i just want everybody to be warned right now because emma knows looking at my notes it's a lot because i have an un. i have a very like i have a knowledge
1: like so um she literally has like a page and a half of notes for each movie
2: i have a lot of things to say meanwhile yours like not even a page you're like three quarters of a page
1: no because gabby used to make fun of me for having long notes
2: yeah and then i came in and, and she's like yeah, i can't make fun of you anymore no because <laughs> it's me that has the bad notes
0: yeah. um
2: yeah so what was your
0: favorite like moment oh. plot you're thinking very hard about this yeah I think I
1: really liked like the second time that they're meeting where she's like, Well, why are you and the king
2: fighting? And then he's like Oh, the like silversmith and stuff.
1: Yeah, like after the whole Silversmith thing happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that is it. that, is, that, is, that is, I think my favorite like it's every little girl's dream with the uh, uh the dress transformation with the paintbrush. Yes. That is the best. Yes. That's like the second best magic girl transformation in the movies that we are, that we have. Yeah. Um, and you guys will know which one is the best when we get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you own any merch for Rapunzel as a kid? I don't know if I really own merch for the like movies. The you just had. You just had the movies.
1: Yeah, we just had the movies. Got it. Okay. We would get like the Disney Channel dolls or like mm-hmm. I had the, what, what's his name from Hannah Montana? the like main boy, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Had Oliver, I had Hannah. I had Gabriella and Troy. Yeah. Like I had a lot of the Disney, I had all of the Disney princesses that had come out by. Oh, I
2: had those too. Yeah. What, like 2008. I had all the ones from the early early 2000s since I was born in 99.
1: Yeah, I was born in 01. So, hmm.
2: yeah, I had the early early ones. The ones with the rubber feet. Yes. Um,
1: um My Gabrielle was specifically her like white outfit in high school musical too. I had that same one with the like shirt, like the like teal, With the shirt, like, shirt and the
2: red tank top. I no, literally No, teal shirt. Oh, mine was the, like, the, like little, the music. The, and I had the, I had the uh, Gabriella doll from, uh, what time is it? Okay. I had that doll. I had, like, it was kind of her look from You Are the Music and Me. Mm, got it. Got it. I think for this particular movie, the only merch that I had um, was the movie on yeah. DVD and, I had the Barbie Sings CD. It didn't come with this movie in particular. I think we bought it separately with a different yeah. thing. Um, but it had songs. It had constant as the stars above Okay. on here. I'm going to use that lullaby as a lullaby for my children. I have decided this. Brayden is aware of it. Yes, I literally have that audio saved right now oh.
1: somewhere on TikTok for Lily Doll.
2: Oh, and I remember you and I did this for, we did that song for Iken and Emma, and it was so cute.
0: Yeah. It was great.
2: That one's actually been getting a lot of likes. I really? think that's the one that has the most views out of the ones that you and I filmed so far. On your side? On my side. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, on my side. Yeah.
1: It's when walking in a
2: crowd. Oh yeah, that one's fun. <laughs> That one took so long to film. Yep. Um yeah, we're scrolling. Yep. Yeah, so I think my favorite moment was definitely like the seeing the different dresses. Yeah. And the painting because I wanted that paintbrush when I was a kid.
1: So, I, uh, to go back to the what Everett one. Yeah. Uh, uh, she will never have to wonder her
2: words. Oh yeah.
1: That's a good one. Yeah.
2: I love acting angry as I can. Yes. Um Oh look, it's my Windy Wig video. <laughs> nice. So what would you rate this uh this movie out of ten?
1: I'm gonna go a little higher than what I wrote. Okay. Oh wait, no, I was looking at your score.
2: Really no, my mind. score. What? Yeah. Your score is higher than mine on all of these. Except, really? Except one. Interesting. Just because I have logic questions. 8 out of 10. I rate it 7 out of 10. Okay. Because Hobie. <laughs> yeah. Hobie and Otto makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes for this next film already. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. This one's fun. I love... I This was the last movie I watched. So, this movie them. is princess in the pop room a classic
1: i think this is the only one i actually own merch for i take that back really yeah really okay and i think i own the two singing barbie dolls
2: i did too i did too oh annalise and erica i had those and i had the two uh costumes i had the annalise dress and like the dress up stuff i had annalise dress and i had the erica dress that my sister and i would share okay
1: so, the synopsis is, Princess Annalise finds an unexpected friendship when she meets her humble lookalike, Erica. Well, the princess and the pauper thwart the plans of the queen's scheming advisor, Preminger. <laughs> Preminger's
2: so iconic.
1: <laughs> so, it was directed by William Lau and was released on September 28th of 2004 and made its TV premiere on Netflix or on Nickelodeon. Why did I say Netflix? on November 14th of 2004. The cast includes Kelly Sheridan as the voice of Princess Annalise and Erica, Melissa Lyons as Princess Annalise's singing voice, Julie um, Stevens as Erica's singing voice, Mark Hildreth as King Dominic, Mark Luna as King Dominic's singing voice, um, Alessandro Giuliani as Julian, Martin Short as Preminger, Ellen Kennedy as Queen Genevieve, Genevieve, right? Yeah, Genevieve. Okay. Um, Pam Hyatt as
2: Madame Karp. Again, another really good star and comedian yeah. as the villain. Yes. Who has a uh, lot of Preminger-isms in this movie where he makes random noises. It's <laughs> a <our> momentary <laughs> He has a lot of weird inflection, which is great. It's funny as heck. Somebody on YouTube made a compilation of all of his noises. I'll have to send it to you. It made me laugh so hard when I saw
0: it.
1: So Serafina, which is Annalise's cat. She reminds me of Duchess from Aristocats a lot.
2: I think that's kind of the design knockoff that they had. Yeah. Speaking of Serafina. I also had her. You had her? I think she like, might have come with like the plushy no like- or the little no. oh yeah the little one they yeah wolfie and seraphina came with the two dolls yeah um i remember so, having her specifically though yeah so fun fact about seraphina you know how there's like bits of pink on her yeah like on her on her paws and her oh, yeah. cheeks and eyes that was an actual thing that people did to their pets in, uh, back in like 1750s and stuff okay. in Rococo era, it was called tinting and people would do the same thing to their wigs. Yes. Um, whether or not it's toxic to animals remains to be another issue altogether, but that was a thing that happened. Yes. Um, this movie is the only one besides Island Princess that I can see becoming a Broadway show. Same. Like Ever. And I want it to become a Broadway show at some point. Do I think it will ever actually happen? No. Do I want it to happen? Yes. I feel like it could. It could?
1: Like later Especially down the line? The 54 Below, they had to do a second Barbie show because their first one got sold out. Their, like, concert. What was their first one? They just are singing different songs from the Barbie movies. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of this. You'll have to send me some videos. Um, And their first one got sold out. And the second one, they're bringing in like the, the Barbie guy from TikTok. Oh, and Tori from um, like Once Upon a Tori. <gasps> I love her. Yeah, she's going to be there. I love um, Tori so much. Oh, I forget her name. She's like short blonde hair. She kind of sounds like Glenda.
2: I know who you're talking about I just can't remember her name.
1: Yeah. She did oh. the panel with Tori at BroadwayCon. I love that. I love that for them. But yeah, it's literally, um, hold on. Let me figure out what it is. What? I literally love how I typed in 54 and it went, sings Barbie. Eh. Their encore show is next
2: month on the 7th. Oh, nice. Yeah. So fun fact about the song Free, which is the opening number. Um, yes. I did that song for my last show in Glee Club. With my friend Maggie. Shout out to you, Maggie. She was my Annalise. I was Erica. It was so fun. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Kara Rose to P trio is her name. Mm. I found her, so that's what I was
2: like. I love how there is somebody on TikTok actually trying to adapt this show into a musical. Same. Um, follow them. It is P A T P musical on TikTok. They are amazing. Yeah. Um Okay. So let's get to the most iconic character of this entire movie. Hi, Preminger. Yeah. Hi, Martin Short. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they made the face look like him. Yeah. Also, um, can we talk about the fact that he has Sith Lord yellow eyes? Yeah. Because he does. If you look up pictures and there's like close-ups of his face. He has Sith Lord yellow eyes and once I saw it when I was watching the movie I was like I can't unsee it now. Yeah um
1: yeah he's an awful actor when it comes to him with the
2: queen. Yeah but like again that's kind of the point is he so is like the reason why I think that like he's quote-unquote an awful actor is because we are the audience that that that's the only times that we see him meanwhile queen genevieve has known him for years so that could just be how he acts around her yeah he could just be very very flamboyant and exaggerating um i wonder if people ever ask martin short about this movie because like this was the first thing i saw him in really this was my first martin this is my first martin short movie and then i saw santa claus 3 i always forget that he's jack Ross. Yeah, he's Jack Frost. Well, he's also in Santa Claus too. No, no, he's okay. not. he's he's just in the third one because uh, Jack Frost was the villain. Yeah, I
1: thought for whatever reason I thought
2: Jack Frost was in the second one.
1: Yeah. Um, what's your um, favorite? What? Oh, I was just gonna start like, um. So they are both wearing the same blue cloak when they meet each other, and yes, no. you can.
2: It's not the same one, because no. Annalise has, like, gold embellishments on hers. But it's the same blue. Oh, it's the same blue, definitely, but hers has gold embellishments on Yes, but,
1: like, I don't know. <laughs> it kind of threw me off. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, you can chalk it up to Erica I'm making, like, all of Annalise's clothes, but.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. The indentured servant thing. That's like a thing with Erica. That was an actual thing in Europe, unfortunately, in feudal Europe way back when. Um, Also, can we talk about how her birthmark is literally a crown? uh, That was one (laughs) thing that always bugged me. (laughs) I'm like, you could have had a different birthmark altogether, but then again, There's another like in Madagascar 2 Escape to Africa. There is a birthmark on Alex the lion that is literally the shape of Africa on his paw. I know this is that this has the same energy,
1: (laughs) yeah. Also, I love how Erica keeps wearing blue even when she's like in the palace. And you know that the filmmakers did that just so, like, just so there's a disconfused between Erica,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. Why did they get married together? Why was there blue on Erica's dress? She's marrying a king.
2: You could have some more embellishments, Miss Ma'am. Hold on, hold on. I want to
1: look up these wedding dresses again. Okay. I hate typing with long nails. (laughs) wedding
0: there's blue on her dress and i hate it <laughs> you see
1: me have just been been in a oh wait never mind um okay so the blue wouldn't be too bad if it wasn't gold on annalise's
2: yeah if there was like also, also why would she wear
0: as full Yeah, I wish it was more full. Um, Also, uh, I don't, okay, hold on. I'm going to be real nitpicky here. Okay, go ahead.
1: Hold on. I'm screen sharing. Okay. So Annalise, right? Yes, I see. Okay, hold on. I want to make this bigger for me. So she has like gold flowers like pattern on this part, yes. But then the like diamond pattern here, and it mm-hmm. looks really funky. Give one of these two patterns to Erica.
2: Yeah, on the big skirt. Yeah. Yeah, don't I would need
1: this like floral pattern and the diamonds.
2: Yeah, that's a lot. Give it to her. Like it makes sense on the bodice, but not on the rest of the skirt. Yeah give it to her yes but also can we talk about the fact that um on the barbie doll for erica they have the choker that she wears at the wedding but she doesn't wear it in the movie yes because like that's a thing that happened and i will forever remember that because i always used to play with the choker yeah i yeah Um, so actually one of the most clever things that I noticed in the movie was, so, you know, there's that moment where Queen Genevieve's like, oh my God, she's run, like, Annalise's run away and Julian standing by the throne going like, what is going on? And Preminger hands him the note, but he doesn't actually let Julian read the note. Yeah. Notice how Preminger didn't actually let him read the letter as he would have recognized Annalise's handwriting as not hers. And would yeah, have as called he him was out her tutor. as he was her tutor and he would know her handwriting better than anyone
1: but he was still like whatever scent it was he was like she doesn't he's do like, that
2: he's like she only scents her stuff with rose not lilac yeah i'm like also julian's like really freaking smart he knows like all these scientific uh like names for flowers and he knows like differences in sense. I mean, yes, he was the princess's tutor, but even back in the day, that's really intelligent. Yeah. Um, um I love how he's such a simp for her. He's, so he's such a simp for Annalise, and it's so uh, cute. I cannot sit properly in chairs. I. It's I'm okay.
0: Sorry.
2: I. He is such a simp. Like that bit in uh. Uh, to be a princess where he's just talking about her. And I'm just yeah. sitting, I'm like, that man has hard eyes. <laughs> like, oh, Annalise, no, no. I just like her as a friend. Why are your eyes shaped like hearts? Allergies.
1: <laughs> you know, okay. So I'm reading one of your things right now. What? What are you looking at? Um, well, this, Um. I can't believe she slept in the wig thing. Shh. Yes, she's smart.
0: It's smart, but like that's so uncomfortable. like it it's uncomfortable to sleep in a awake. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like it's don't get me
2: wrong, I do believe it is clever. I just think it would not be comfy to sleep in. Yeah, I don't know. then then again, Erica's probably not used to getting more than a few hours of sleep. Anyway,. Like yeah
0: <laughs> what i'm just reading this you're reading my notes yeah um you know they really
1: could have gone with the Preminger doing the whole jafar thing of trying to marrying
2: mm-hmm. Italy. yeah there are three ways that preminger could have become king yes and i listed them one marrying the princess which was his initial plan marrying the queen which was the plan that plan. became his plan. And the other one, which is an actual historical thing that people used in order to control the throne was should Annalise have a child and die before they were old enough, he could have been regent for her child until he or she came of age,
0: yeah. which is how uh, uh, King Edward V, aka...
2: Uh, Henry VIII's son. That's yeah. how that's how his life was because he was so young when Henry VIII died. Yeah, and it was Thomas Seymour that ended up controlling the throne essentially. Yeah, through regents and all that. Um. Also, speaking of Tudor England, the Dominic disguising himself thing was actually a legitimate thing that happened yeah back in the day. And famously, that is what happened with uh, Henry VIII when he was trying to meet uh, Anne of Cleves before they got married, uh, where he disguised himself as a page uh, in order to surprise her. And his whole idea was a bit different than Dominic's. His idea was, oh, she'll recognize me, even though she had never seen Henry VIII before. Yeah, It was like, she'll know in her heart that I am the king. And then that ended up not working out because she was like really confused by it. Because German customs are very different than uh, English customs. Yeah. But whereas Dominic did it a lot healthier <laughs> than Henry yeah. VIII did. But hey, she didn't wear the wig then. She, she wasn't wearing the wig in the bath. That is true. That is true. because Probably because she didn't want to damage the wig. Yeah. She probably walked in and then took the wig off.
1: Yeah. But you think uh, about it,
0: like, I don't know. Wouldn't she have a servant helping her there? Um, it would depend on court custom. Yeah. Because some places
2: allowed yeah. people Wait. to have privacy. I know that the English court would not have allowed it. And now the French court would not have allowed it. Yeah. Cause there needed to be, cause I know at least in those courts, um, because shit was so unstable. Um,
0: yeah.
2: There was a, um, like there was a rule where at least one person had to, at least one person had to be on like, or near the monarch and or heir at all times in order to yeah. make sure they don't die. Yeah.
0: Um, so there's that. Uh, I still want Annalise's crown. Like, I would genuinely like yeah. that crown. Because
2: I know somebody's selling it on Etsy, and I want it. Yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat>
2: Madam Carp is a Karen. <laughs> I've decided this. Yes. She totally would want to
0: speak to your manager. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, the song that Erica sings to
2: uh, Wolfie. My mom and I still sing this about our cat. <laughs> yeah. Because Gracie literally does act like a dog. No joke. She will come when called. She literally will wait by the door. Or she did before we got our actual dog. She waited yeah. by the door for us and would get in our suitcases to be like I'm coming with you if we're going on vacation.
1: I love that.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um can we talk about how uh Dominic is literally the best Barbie prince because he is yeah mm-hmm. he's like look i don't I don't want to marry a stranger I want to get to know her. Yeah and given actual customs of uh like the time in Europe it's lucky that he was able to actually you know talk to her for a for a couple of days because for a lot of arranged marriages for monarchies they were lucky if they even got to write letters to each other or even see each other much less speak before the wedding so it's just like you know
0: there's yeah. that. And
2: Erica is such a simp for him and it's adorable. Yes. Yeah. Like she, she was, like okay. So Annalise is so smart. With yeah, the yeah. whole geode thing. Yes. Like I know that now geodes are not as valuable as you know, as they probably were were. And she's like, they started she started a whole new industry. Yeah. Geodes weren't like discovered before in yeah. this timeline. So it's was like, oh, yeah, they probably really did make the kingdom flourish. Sending yeah. that crap to other kingdoms and stuff. So, okay. Who is more competent as a sidekick? Serafina or Wolfie? Because I
0: feel like they're equal. Like, who has uses? Serafina
1: has more uses. Oh, explain. Because, you know, she ends up being there with Annalise, and then she can, like, get a note or try to get the note to the castle. And
2: inadvertently ends up screwing things up. (laughs) But it was- That's not her fault. She didn't know. It's
0: not her fault, though. Yeah, because
2: at the time, they didn't think that Preminger, she didn't know that Preminger was behind
0: everything. And I love that,
2: you know, Annalise, again, smart, her first move was going back to the palace. Mm
0: -hmm. Going like, I
2: just got to get home. I got crap I got to do. I gotta marry this king. I gotta marry this king, save my kingdom, because it's the right thing to do. I may not like it, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I'm like, this girl knows what she wants, and I love that for her. Yeah. You're just eating a sandwich, and I love that. I'm eating bread. Oh, you're eating bread. I thought it was a sandwich. Uh-uh.
0: Um. <laughs> Emeron song did we both write that uh no i don't know which one what uh if you love me for me is that what you're talking about no the um um, to a play and never fall
2: oh that song yes yeah to be a princess that is emra and that's probably my favorite moment in this whole movie that that is one of the most iconic that was also a TikTok sound. I know Preminger was a TikTok sound for a while. And then that, and then To Be a Princess became a TikTok sound. Yeah. Which I love how people are using that and I have no idea what it's from. Yeah. No clue. And I'm like, y'all are missing out. hmm This is the highest. I may have written a lot of notes, but I rated this one the highest out of all the movies. Same.
0: um (laughs) what was the thing I put I put
2: uh so this is actually I think so there are a lot of tropes in stories that I am not a fan of I think everybody can say that about Mm -hmm. themselves this is my favorite version of the liar revealed trope yeah because like it's it because there there's a lot of liar revealed stuff where it's like really did you have to go this route with it um aladdin that's actually not what i was thinking of really i was thinking bug's life yeah i was thinking bug's I'm life i was an aladdin fan. Th- i mean yeah yeah this is the perfect way to use the liar revealed trope at least in my opinion because yeah. like it makes sense for the plot it makes sense for the environment that it's in and it's acknowledged in a way that isn't like pandering i guess yeah I, I i love how at the end Dominic lets Erica do her thing and he's just like look I know you want to go do follow your dreams but I'll be here when you're ready. Yeah. And I love that because we love a patient man. hmm That was literally Brayden. Fun fact where he's like I'll wait.
0: Well, I'll wait.
2: I'll wait for you and I'm like oh
0: okay. <laughs> mm. So what's the- like
2: Oh, what's your favorite moment, like in this film? You sure? Oh, you did? Yeah, to be a princess. Oh, to be a princess. Okay. Um. Oh God. I want to have the opportunity to do uh How can I refuse in drag? <laughs> At some point in time, I want to do that. Um. No, I think my favorite moment, honestly, is um, I'm a girl like you. That's such a good song it is it's, it's so good and also it's you and me literally because y'all emma and i have decided that we are the same person in different fonts <laughs> yeah okay so what would you rate this movie 10 out of 10. same it's so good sure. i wanted to be turned into a broadway show so bad Same. i need to so play a- annalise and erica who would play annalise and erica oh god obviously two actresses that be able
0: to look somewhat similar yeah
2: yeah um i think Cara Lindsay and uh laura osnez or Carol Lindsay and the girl from tiktok
1: that we were just talking about cara whatever her name is
2: yeah or once upon a tori i love tori mm-hmm. i love her as long as Martin Short still plays Preminger, I'm happy because there is no one else who could do that. Tori would be Erica. Tori would totally be Erica. Who would be Dominic and Julian? Part of me feels Reeve
1: like Reeve Carvey. That.
2: Huh? Reeve Carvey is
1: one of them. Yes. I don't care which one, but Reeve Carvey is one of them. Reeve,
2: Reeve Carney is one of them. Yeah. Um or if he is Sean,
1: for those of you part, who don't know.
2: Yeah, part of me feels like. Uh, the obvious choice for one of them would be uh, Jeremy Jordan.
0: He also came to mind, but I was like, no. He's too obvious. Yeah. I would love to see his King Dominic. I would love to see um, Ramin Karimloo. I don't know. I just think he looks like a king type. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I love I love Ramin Karimloo. He's fun. Yeah. So now on to the gay. <laughs> In this
1: animated follow up to Fairytopia, Elena... Elena. 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 They say her name like ten times. I know. I was also babysitting while watching all of these movies. That's fair. Um, in this animated follow-up to *Fairytopia*, Elena enlists the help of a mermaid, Nori, to save her friend Nalu, a merman prince, who has been captured by the wicked Laverna. It was directed by Walter P. Martius. Martius. Martius.
2: We're gonna go with that.
1: William Lau. It premiered on Nickelodeon on March 5th of 2006 and was released to VHS and DVD on March 14th of 2006. Um, The cast includes Kelly Sheridan as Alina, Lee Talker as Bibble slash Fungus 1 and 2, Christopher Gaze as Fungus Maximus, Kathleen Barr as Laverna, Chiara Zani as Nori, and
2: Wait, it's the same guy, Alessandro Giuliano. Yeah, he does, a, yeah he, he, he does a lot of Barbie movies. He's done, like, all the Prince characters for a lot of them. Also, uh, Kiara Zani, um, she's in a lot of Barbie movies, too. Like, I, yeah, she eventually kind of takes over the role of Barbie for, like, two of those movies. Okay. Which is really weird. But at the same time, like... I'm not mad about it, but she's in a lot of those films. Because I believe in the first Fairytopia movie, she voiced um, uh, Dahlia. Mm. Yeah, she voiced Dahlia. She's in a lot of these. Um, and Kathleen Barr is in a lot of Barbie movies too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, also, yes, recap, we stand the recap mm-hmm. in this household.
2: And our Lord and Savior, Bibble. I love how you and I basically put the same thing. <laughs>
1: okay, so can we just talk about how Bibble is one of those characters that Dee Bradley Baker or Alan Tudor could
2: have voiced? And I would have been like, yeah, that checks yeah. out. That checks out. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. If they ever made like a Mermaidia like show or Fairytopia show or anything, he would voice Bibble. Yeah. This is actually the movie that I own the most merch for out of all the movies.
1: It's so weird.
2: The fact that out of all of them, this is the one that I had the most merch yeah. for. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so in one of the Pixie Hollow books, yes, there was a fairy without wings. And she reminds me of that in the recap of the first movie.
2: Oh, um, Ronnie. In Ronnie, the Ho- yeah, because... Ronnie, oddly enough, was a water fairy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But she um she doesn't or she loses her wings. Yeah, her wings get ripped off. Pixie Hollow.
2: Yeah, to save Mother Dove, I remember.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: M- meanwhile, Alina was born without wings. hmm
1: I oh, don't no, I just I found that interesting.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: um, I love how I went. Well she just spent this whole movie getting wings. Wow, she literally just copied what I said. <laughs> Also, why do the fungi people look like Harry Potter elves? They do. They really do.
2: They have very similar, like, ears and noses.
1: Yes. Also, I love how this isn't Pixie Hollow logic where water ruins the wings.
2: Yeah, that's a thing. That's actually only a thing in the third Fairytopia movie, with specifically only sparkle fairies. Which is one of the characters? Sunburst is. She's like, when sparkle fairies touch water, we lose all our powers. <laughs> Oddly enough. Yeah. Um.
1: I so I was watching these on that Princess Io website. Yes. And someone in the comments literally wrote, Alina and Nori were in love." IDCC. That,
2: this- I D C C. That. I don't. One this movie's hilarious. very, very bisexual.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Literally, okay. It's, also, it's... their magic
1: tattoos are so cute.
2: Yes! I really love The Crest of Courage. Mm-hmm.
0: Did um... <laughs> you put Deep Voice Bibble? <laughs> deep Voice Bibble is <laughs> iconic. Mind you,
1: so, you know, I go on IMDb, right? For yes. all of these cast lists. Yeah. Right after the voice of Nalu, it was deep voice bibble. <laughs> and I almost put that in, even though it's like one
2: line. It's like five lines, but like that's hilarious. Was yeah. it Kevin was it Kevin Michael Richardson? Hold on, let me find look, out. please look it up because if it's not Kevin Michael Richardson, I will be shocked because I thought it was.
0: okay, and hello my do or Miss not. Voices. Bibble
1: voices, Barbie. Thank you.
0: Deep voice bibble.
2: <laughs> Cause that whole scene <laughs> with the berries
0: and the different voices and stuff, that's just funny. So hold on, I'm trying to see if this is deep voice Just go to IMDB of the movie. You know
2: that's way smarter. You literally talked about that. <laughs> fine. You're like, this is fine. Um, yeah. So while she's looking that up, I will list off the merch that I had for this movie because yep. I had a lot. Did you have Bibble? I did. Well, Bibble came in as a little baby figure with um, Alina. So, Blue Mancuma. That is not Kem Mike Richardson.
0: Um, um,
1: fun fact, his name is actually above um, Alessandro Giuliani on the <laughs> IMDb page. He got paid more <laughs> than Prince Nalu. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to see what
2: movies he's been in. So, I had the pink doll for the flower sprites. That's at the beginning. Yeah. So, the flower sprites are those characters with the like flower head pieces and yeah. they have petals all over their body. I had that doll. I also had Alina's flower dress as a costume. Okay. I had that dress. Um, I also forgot I had the blue version of the sea butterfly doll. Yeah. Um, I so. had the Nori doll. I had the Alina transforming doll where it came with a little plastic tail that yeah. you would slide onto her legs yeah and her wings would click up if you pressed a button Mm -hmm. what are you holding back you're smiling so i was looking up um
1: that blue guys like imdb page oh god i'm scared what what has he done you know in halloween town too (laughs) vaguely so there's like the guy who is like the like he gets everyone's junk that they lose yes his name is Gort. That's Gort. That's funny. Voice, <laughs> that's beautiful. Which is um, why I was holding it back because like, I was laughing so hard.
2: That's funny. Um I love I that. I looked at face and
1: I was like, he this man looks so familiar. <laughs> nice.
2: Okay, so what other merch did I have? I had um I had the yellow. No, I had the pink mer Yeah. I had, um, I believe I actually had the set for the uh, mer-fairy like
0: house. Okay. I believe I had that set. Um. I'm trying to remember what else I had. I believe like those were the ones that I had.
2: Okay. Um, One thing I do like about this movie in terms of like color schemes and animation is that everything with the fairies is so pastel. Meanwhile, everything underwater is bright. It's very bright. I just thought that was fun. And I like, um, is it bad that I like the transformed look more than the OG look of Alina? Because I love the roses. I also love the butterfly wings. Yes, they're so cute. Yeah. So,
1: the distinct voice bibble from Halloween Town.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I dare you to put that picture on Instagram and say, like, connect this to the Barbie movies. You'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's great. I will say they changed the design of Nori uh in pre-production. Okay. Of this movie. Because there's like the trailer design of Nori. Yeah. And then there's the like actual design of Nori. Let me see if I can find I will find the uh uh trailer design real quick. You know
1: I almost commented that they are literally the bisexual flag. they
2: I put that in there. I know.
0: That's why I said. Yeah. Let me see. Let me put. Let me screen share real quick. Um, It should be open for you. Yep, it is.
2: So that's the initial design that they had for Nori, the pastel blue design.
1: Oh, I don't like that.
2: I don't like it either. I like this one because it's more iconic, yeah, and fun, and also gives a big contrast between uh, the two of them, her and uh, her and Alina. But yes, they are
0: literally the bisexual flag. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. (laughs) I love
2: Laverna's dress. It's my goth dream.
0: Um, Do you have a favorite moment from this?
1: Something I haven't touched on is I love any time the prince is like just messing with them. Oh yeah, that's great. And just like throwing (laughs) off their plans. The
2: carousel of confusion. (laughs) Emma can tell you guys, I do the lefting. Left doo doo thing when I drive. Emma can yes. tell you because I drove her around. I do that, and I I don't remember if you recognized it when you first heard me do that. Um, I think I
0: was like, <laughs> "You're just like, is that what I think it is?" Yeah, that's because my
2: that's because my mom did it when we were kids, and
0: I just started doing that uh-huh. um vanessa Hutchins was at east high
1: today
2: oh I love
0: that um
2: <laughs> i want contacts that look like alina's eyes i just yeah. want them because it's such a vibrant green but it's got other like colors yeah. mixed in there um also you apparently on Etsy you can buy a recreation of Alina's butterfly necklace as well as the pearls. I love that and yeah. I want them. Brayden if you're listening. <laughs> Brayden, Brayden give me Get presents. This, this present. Come on. What are well, you Well actually actually for my birthday he got me a pretty good present. Yeah. Um Can we talk about how the fish that's at the bottom of the uh, Depths of Despair. Sounds like Ursula. Yeah. Because she does. It's the same voice actors who played Madam Carp. They repeat voice actors for these yeah. movies. I've realized that as I watched them. Yeah. I will say that the
1: villain for the next one, I was like, her voice sounds so familiar. And then when yes. I found out, I was like,
0: oh! That's because she's in
2: everything. Um... I love that, like, the opera Bibble, which has become such a meme now, um, people don't realize that's literally a song about a woman yelling at her husband <laughs> in Mozart's opera. I love Bibble. <laughs> also, um, question about at the end, you know, when she dives in the water holding the vial and stuff, is that cap airtight? because like one he literally max said at the beginning one drop of that poison kills everything in the
0: water so like is that bottle airtight yes cuz that's a lot also
2: her her magic girl transformation uh from mermaid to fairy is literally the best magic girl transformation yes. in these movies <laughs> yes they're beautiful and I want all of the dresses of these characters. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want all of them because
0: they are so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing your favorite moment is just
2: Bibble. <laughs> just Bibble doing it. Oh, everything. I said the prince. Oh, yeah. The prince messing with him. Oh, God. My favorite moment. Oh, God, just all of the, okay, my favorite moment actually is at the beginning with Nori and Alina and the Murr fairies where Nori's like low-key flirting with Alina. She's low-key flirting. This movie is gay. Yeah. Not as gay as Diamond Castle, but is still gay. Yeah. Diamond Castle, if we did that, oh my God. So what would you rate this out of 10? I rated it seven and a half out of 10. Seven out of 10. Because like it's fun and it's. Yeah. It's not, at but like I only rated it as lower because I liked the other movies on this list
0: more. Yes. But yeah. And on to our last one. Now I have to rate out all
1: these freaking names of the 12 princesses. There's a lot. Just to warn y'all. So the synopsis is, it follows the story of Princess Genevieve and her 11 sisters as they go to a magical world where their wishes come true. It was directed by Greg Richardson, who premiered on Nickelodeon on September 10th of 2006 and was released to DVD on September 19th of 2006. The cast includes Kelly Sheridan as Genevieve, Catherine O'Hara as Rowena, Nicole Oliver as Ashlyn slash Twyla, which is the cat. Jennifer Coping as Blair. Leilania Leilania Lindbergh as Courtney. Kathleen Barr as Delia. Sharia Zani as Edelon. Again,
2: repeated voices for Barbie movies.
1: Yeah. Adrian Carter as Fallon. Ashley Ball as Brit Hadley slash Ilsa. Britt Hadley and Isla. <laughs> it looks like Ilsa. Presley <laughs> Ball as Hadley and Isla. Isla. Britt McKillop as Janessa. Maddie Kopaza Copiza- as Kathleen. Chantelle Strand as Lacey. Sean, which is spelled wrong. McDonald as Derek and Christopher Gaze as King Randolph. I'm sorry, I hate any spelling of Sean that isn't a C-A-N.
2: <laughs> that isn't C. Um. Chantelle Strand is actually also the same voice of Kelly that was in Rapunzel. Okay. And that makes
0: sense.
2: Yes, and I believe she also helped voice I it may have been these three ladies but I know that Chantel Strand did has done Kelly for a lot of these movies yeah she did like the Kelly role yeah which in this case it's
1: Lacey so so, why in the beginning does that
2: advisor guy look like Preminger they definitely use like at least the base model or at least the bottom half the head is not the same but the bottom half is just different colors yeah
1: um, I wish that they spent more time introducing us to each princess and their interests. Yeah, they just—they they, very just—they just,
2: just have it very quick. They're like, "Look, we got to get all these characters out." What? Hello, Genevieve Hello, Blair. Yeah, it's all hello. Us. Whatever. I had almost all the dolls. Yes. Of the sisters, the only one I did not have was Ashlyn. Yes. Okay. So why were they forced into those gray dresses? I, because Rowena hates fun, apparently. Also, like, here's my take on Rowena and, like, her whole thing is, A, there are very subtle hints as to, um, there are very subtle hints as to, like, the fact that she does not have a lot of money. Uh-huh. Or she's running low on money. Reason one, uh, she is dressed in what is considered outdated stuff because the girls are dressed in the style of like the, almost the 1800s. Whereas Rowena is dressed in the fashion of the 1750s, 60s, and also her carriage is falling apart Mm -hmm. and she's stealing to buy poison and that Mr. Fabian himself mentioned that she doesn't pay her bills.
0: Because she doesn't have money. Yeah. So there's that.
2: Also, as for the, like, training and stuff, wouldn't it make more sense for just Ashlyn and Blair to get the training? Yeah. Maybe Courtney as well, because they're the oldest. Like I understand that Genevieve has main character privilege, but also at the same time, I feel like this movie should have been more about Ashlyn. Just This movie to- gives me very much Ariel's beginning vibes. Yes. That um, makes sense.
1: The miserable princesses, the like strict slash single father. Yeah. A guardian to take over the like mother duty to these princesses. Yes. Um the like seventh sixth or seventh child being the one who's actually like dealing with their father
2: yeah like that to me i'm just like you know given that technically genevieve is set seventh in line for the throne she could marry Derek even with her station the more advantageous marriages politically speaking would go to blair courtney delia edeline and fallon it's just like um indelica schuyler yeah well, it well I don't include Ashlyn in that because she's the oldest and therefore would be in line for her own throne, yeah. aka Princess Diaries logic. Yes. Also, um, Queen Clarice did the art of the fan better. Yes. Um,
0: <clears throat> I love
1: all. I love all of my things. Being like, she's such a bitch. I hate her. She, she killed is. him.
2: She killed well, their father. She's she alive. Literally. Okay literally rowena i think is the deadliest of the villains in our because like murder murder man like she tried to murder her whole family and like no one talks about that yeah um also fun fact uh delia and edeline are actually supposed to be fraternal twins but no one ever acknowledges it and the only the only reason i know that is because on the old 12 dancing princesses like page on the barbie website yeah. from years ago they had little bios of all of the sisters oh. and it stated in delia and adeline's bios that they are fraternal twins yeah and so speaking of there being twins so there's like two sets of twins and one set of triplets and it's really sad that it's kind of implied that Queen Isabella died giving birth to the triplets, considering they're only five. Yeah, or she died very soon after. Or, yeah. Um, And I do love that Ashlyn looks the most like their mother instead of Genevieve, which is the normal trope of most stories, okay. like Ariel's beginning. Yes, I was just about to say that. Where like literally Queen Athena looks
1: exactly like Ariel, and none of the other princesses look anything like either one of their parents.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think Athena looked more like Triton, just hair color wise. I mean, mm. Mm. but yeah, that's a welcome change at least for me. Yeah, I love Derek. I do. Too. He's the best. I do too. He's so sweet. Yeah. And he's also dressed very nice for just a collar. Yeah. Like, he's got gems on his buttons. Yeah. And unless it's a uniform he was given by the palace, which very well could happen. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, he's not as poor as people perceive him to be, at least yeah. in my opinion. Um, They did use mocap for all of the dancing. Okay. In this. Because I remember on the Barbie website, there was a video that you could click where it's like behind the scenes of 12 Dancing Princesses. And it was a actual ballet dancer from the New York Ballet that uh, yeah. Barbie hired, that like Mattel hired to do mocap. And this is this would be her fourth movie yeah. that she's done with the dancing. This was this. So she did 12 Dancing Princesses. Swan Lake, Nutcracker, okay, and like one more.
1: So all the ones kind of based on ballets.
2: Yes. So I just thought that was really cool. I don't remember her yeah. name, but that's a thing. Um.
0: Who's your, who, who's, which sister do you think you are most like? And I don't remember all their names.
2: Wait, tell me, tell me like their interest slash color and I'll be able to tell you
1: the book one. Courtney.
2: Yes. Yes, I could totally see it. Which I I'm trying to think of which one I'm most like. I feel like I'm a lot like Ashlyn. Yeah. I I'm space mom. I have the that very like motherly <laughs> yeah, quality. <laughs> um You know what's a th- I'm just going to get to this cuz it's bugged me throughout the entire movie. The fact that Rowena the cousin to the king gets to tell the princesses what to do cons- and she's low in rank compared, compared to, to that it, it It very much annoys me because like and we only learn this because you know we are used to like learning the history of monarchies and stuff in school or you know you do your own research like I have yeah so I'm like the implicate like the title's like your grace versus your highness actually
0: automatically implies a difference in rank. Yeah. Um, and uh like
2: why would it like literally again, why would they send Genevieve instead of Ashlyn to talk to the king? Because Ashlyn is literally the heir to the throne, therefore she's the most vulnerable to being influenced to by an outside force. Yeah. Like, again, I understand Genevieve has main character privilege. But. But. And also the weird thing is, um, in the original 12 Dancing Princesses fairy tale, the main princess is the oldest one. Yeah, but movies and, like, Hollywood likes to
1: make it, like, the, like.
2: I understand that, child. but still.
1: Yeah.
2: I understand main character privilege, but still.
1: Because again, like we keep bringing him back to Ariel's beginning. When did that movie come out compared to
2: this? Uh, that one came out long after this one. Yeah. Yeah, actually, because really? I remember, I remember. Um, when it came that out movie... two thousand eight. Yeah. So this came out in two thousand four. So two
1: thousand six, actually.
2: Oh, Oh, two thousand six. Okay. Either way, um,
0: you know, maybe like a maybe... year and a half later. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, why would Rowena get mad at them dancing and singing?
2: I don't know. Because, like, um, those skills were coveted in women back in the day.
1: I don't know. Like,
2: Pride and Prejudice totally said that. Yeah. Not that I think Pride and Prejudice is a great, like, resource for, like, women and stuff. But, like, it, okay, I have issues with Pride and Prejudice, which we can get into in another show. but. I, I'm i just saying in terms of like the culture of the time those skills were coveted in I know moment. but okay never mind what go ahead no we'll
1: get into Prime Prejudice when we talk more about Jane Austen true
0: um what's your favorite moment oh god the ballet dance in the pavilion Yeah. I used to recreate that one in my basement.
2: <laughs> I used to dance. I like too. I
1: like the dance when she and um Derek are dancing down there.
2: Oh, that that's a cute one.
1: I, I think love that's my that favorite one. moment.
2: That one's so good. I literally hate Brutus. I literally hate that freaking monkey. His laugh haunts my nightmares. Why was he in it? Why he has no use? No. Other than like antagonizing the freaking cat. And, um, antagonize the cat. And like this movie has no uses. Like the only one that has semi of a use is Felix the Bird. And even then, not really. Yeah. Or not a lot of competent sidekicks. Cut all the animals out. Cut all the animals out. I would actually really like to see a 12 Dancing Princesses ballet. Why is there not one like touring the country like Nutcracker and stuff? Oh. Cuz I feel like that would be actually a really good ballet, not necessarily this adaptation of the
0: tale. No.
1: But also, was their mom the princess
2: like the princess in that book that she- I I have a feeling that she was. I have a feeling that she was cuz they didn't state who it was like by name, but I have a feeling that it was it's yeah. kind of implied.
0: Um also <laughs> that moment where um
2: Delia oh!
0: what fun fact it's a brother's
2: Grimm tale.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I that. haven't I haven't read the original version, but I've read like a couple of versions of this story.
1: Here, we're gonna
0: um what so instead of Rowena
1: locking them in their in her room and finding their dance shoes in the morning have been worn through Mm -hmm. it's the king who locks them in in the brothers version
2: i know that this is very different compared to the actual story yeah um where Instead of Derek being the love interest, it's actually this old soldier. Because yeah. the king puts the king puts out a like decree saying, um, I have no idea where my daughters are going. The only clue I have is their worn out shoes. Yeah. Um whoever can uh whoever can solve the mystery, you can marry one of my daughters. Yeah. And so it's like a bunch of people try to do it and the princesses either trick them into not uh, being able to follow them. Yeah. Or the um, uh, or in the case of the person who actually does figure it out, it's this old soldier or sailor, I can't remember. Um, he ends up uh, like counter-tricking, I guess, the princesses. And yeah. he follows them uh, hiding and is able to grab a couple of uh, leaves off the trees. Okay. That, Because, right, like, there is the trees of silver and gold thing that's in the pavilion. That's yeah. a thing from the fairy tale. They huh. go through a gold forest and a silver forest. And the soldier grabs a couple of leaves from those trees to show the king as proof that he saw yeah. the mystery
1: interesting
2: and he ends up he's like i'm older i'll marry your oldest daughter and that's what ends up happening in the
1: story yeah i can't find any of the princesses names in that story
2: that's because they didn't have any yeah at that point with that story they didn't have any they just had the princesses i guess yeah But that's how the original story went. They didn't, Rowena, this whole proper princesses thing didn't exist as a story thing.
1: Oh, I figured that. It was just interesting. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I'm all for putting new spins on fairy tales.
1: Yeah. So there was a Once Upon a Time novel. You know how they did like all the Once Upon a Time novel series? I vaguely remember this. So they, so, so Suzanne Wayne is the author's name. She made one called The Night Dance and the story is set in the Arthurian legends with Vivian, the Lady of the Lake, being the mother of the Twelve Princesses.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So thought that was cool. So, I'm on Wikipedia for this so that's why I'm like... Oh, for
2: this, like, fairy tale? Yeah. So, why would you write this? I definitely rate i rated this eight out of ten just because of all, nine out of ten i i put eight out of ten just because i have i i know too much about monarchy logic yeah and that kind of like yeah makes me it, it taints it a little bit for me yeah so it's just like oh i have all this crap going on yeah so i'm like i'm thinking too much about that
1: yeah so, Kara, where can the people find you?
2: Uh, you guys can find me on TikTok at question underscore girl 4730. And, or if you search Kara the Oracle. Um, and on Twitter, I am also Kara underscore Oracle 473. And I am also on another podcast that I host and show run. Uh, called Generation Geek, where we talk about all things nerdy and geeky, and Emma actually guest starred on our yes. um on the episode before our latest episode.
0: Yes, and um,
2: it was really fun, which I mentioned last week on our Obi Wan episode. That Gabby. Oh, it. yes, yeah. We talk about uh, the wrap up of Kenobi. We talk about Miss Marvel, and we talked yes. about yes. all of all of the crap going on with Ezra Miller because that's a lot. So if you want to hear my thoughts on those, go over there. Yeah, go over there and do all that. Thank you so much for joining on my birthday episode. No this was fun. That was
1: um I also really couldn't find that much fandom news that's come out this week because it's been rather quiet. It's been very quiet since Tuesday when or Wednesday when Gabby and I recorded. Yeah, because that was
2: when all the William Michelle and Paradise Square and all the were coming out. all the Broadway crap that's going on. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have
1: some more fandom news next week. Yes, let me get into this outro real quick. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network, and if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at RF. For rm.com. Join us next week where I will once again be having a guest. This time it will be my good friend Skylar Cutter who has created the Kingdom Keepers Let's Read series on YouTube. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you think of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Famic Pod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. My Instagram and TikTok and Twitter are all at snippyemma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. And our editing is by the wonderful Carol Lynn And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company they are about.